Lizette Khan on SAFM. Welcome back to Lifetime Live. It's just gone 20 to 2. And, you know, on the line, we've got Billy Selekane, who is a motivational speaker, author, entrepreneur, life and business coach. Billy, thank you so much for taking the time to wow us today, to give us your thank words you, of wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lizette. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me and uh, good day to your listeners. Now, Billy, you know, it's almost end of the month. We're, we're here by 22. Most people start <laughs> looking at their banks. It's very end of the month, salty crack, you know, kind yeah, of period yeah. at this moment. We all want to get mm. to that multi-millionaire status where we are, you know, financially independent. So tell us a little bit about three critical strategies used by multi-millionaires. Okay. First, I must say that Lisa, being a millionaire is no longer a, a, a fad. It's no longer a nice to be. Mm-hmm. It's a must be. Because if you look at VAT, it's going up. Petrol is constantly going up. The rent is going down. So if you look at a, 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 your median earning abilities, they are, they are dropping. You know, the minimum age for somebody to be able to afford a house, a, a decent house, it's over a million rand. So it's no longer something that is fancy to be, it's something that you have to be. Yeah. But let's, let's then ask ourselves, how do these people that really attain the status, what is it that they do which is critical? Mm-hmm. So there's a research that was done to check what are the things that they do. So today I'm going to check three critical things that if you're to begin to implement them in your life today, chances are you'll turn around your financial future and two, three years from now, your life will be much different. So the first one, when they did this, they said 88% of people that become multi-millionaires they focus on relationship building. And relationship building based on, very, on three very critical things. The first one is they consistently seek high-value relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, these high-value relationships are relationships that is based on sharing value and not asking for anything. So, you know, they believe that first you give, and once you give, the person that you give to, reciprocally, they'll find a way to give to you, even if it's not them giving, but they can connect you to somebody that can take you to the next level. So that's the first thing that they do, high-value relationships. The second thing that they do is they create accountability partnerships. Too many people set out on this New Year's resolution or whatever, and nothing, <laughs> and none of them sees the light of day because it's all a very big blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Therefore, there's nobody holding you accountable. So a lot of these guys, they search for somebody who does not have a vested interest in their lives and say, listen, you know, this is, these are my plans. Can you help me to make these things happen? So you create an accountability partnership where the other person holds you accountable on the actions that you said you, you will uh, conclude. And the third thing that they do, they either start or belong to mastermind groups. Now, a mastermind group is a group of individuals who share the same vision but might be doing different things. And all they do is to consistently share cutting-edge information and knowledge that can help each one of them in their journey, either be it in their career or their business, become successful. So a lot of these People that become multimillionaires, 88% of the time, they focus on relationship building in the three spheres. Okay. The second thing that they do, 93% of them have a dream team. So they've got a team whose sole responsibility is to make sure that they become successful. Yeah. The first person that they have in the team is somebody who's their financial coach, somebody that looks after their financial well-being, you know, be it in the stock environment, be it in their you know, critical financial path. But they find somebody wiser who has walked this path, who can guide their every financial decision. Mm-hmm. Most of their financial decisions, they don't take personally because sometimes we become emotional with our financial decision and make the wrong one. They hire somebody to look after that. Secondly, they have somebody who's a spiritual coach. And spirituality is not religion. It's somebody that grounds them in certain beliefs, you know, be it yoga, be it whatever. But it's somebody that gives them a spiritual grounding mm. and helps them to, to consistently recharge their batteries when their batteries are flat. And lastly, they have a relationship coach. Now, remember I said 88% they do relationship building? Yes. In their dream team, they have somebody who teaches them how to become networked. 
who tell them, you know, you want to be network yourself with people that make decisions. This is where they hang out. These are the spots that they do. These are the magazines they read. These are the places they go to. So that when you go to these places, chances are you're going to meet somebody that's going to be your next, you know, stepping stone to your next dream. So they find somebody who can help them to do that because not many of us have got the natural skills of building relationships. Very true. So that's the second thing they do. The third one is 68% of them consistently follow, follow on critical actions. And they do this by doing three very simple things. They have got daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, and annual goals. And they usually say you have your, your three annual goals must be global, and your, your three monthly goals must, must, must be part of the trajectory that's going to help you achieve your annual goals, and your weekly goals must work towards your monthly goals, and your daily goals must work towards your weekly goals. And what they do is they focus on what I call small, continuous actions towards their goals. Hmm. Not big, massive actions that can discourage them when they don't achieve the goals. Small little things, like what time do you wake up? What do you do when you wake up? You know, how many books do you read? You know, who, you know, the small little actions that when you consistently do them, they compound and eventually they become a habit. And as we all know, our habits determine the trajectory of our lives. Very true. So these are three critical strategies that these people use that all of us can learn from and be consistent in doing them, and eventually there will be a change in our lives. Billy, just quickly asking you, if I am just myself, just Joseph, just Lizette sitting at home, and obviously I I don't have, you know, a relationship coach at the moment or a financial expert Mm. or a spiritual coach, where do I start in, in, in making those relationships? Do I just Google or how do I get started on that path to, to surround myself with these very influential people? Because, you know, that's one of the things Oprah always said, that she surrounds yeah. herself with powerful people. Yes, how, yeah. how do you start? What is, the, what is the first step in doing that? Well, the first step is what I call the low-hanging fruit around your environment. Mm-hmm. So if you're in David or you're in Pintura you're in, in or whatever, within 100-meter radius, there's somebody who's successful financially. Mm-hmm. within 100-meter radius. There's somebody who's running a business, somebody who's succeeded in the corporate world. So your responsibility is to begin to seek these people. But sadly, Lynette, a lot of people... I'll give an example. I'm from Tembisa, and now I live somewhere else. But yeah. I spent a considerable amount in Tembisa because I've got a foundation that I'm running there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people always say to me, hey, I would like to see you, but uh, unfortunately you are busy. And then I ask them the question, have you tried making an appointment with me? And the answer is no. Then I say, you know what, excuse my friends, you're talking rubbish. <laughs> so you're believing in me, that says I'm busy without testing that me. So too many people stand from a distance and look at these people who can help them, look at these people who can really advise them, and they make up stories based on what the, the popular story is that runs around. Ah. They believe that myth and they never act upon it. Yes. So you find somebody that lives in the same street with somebody that's successful in the corporate world, and they want to become successful in the corporate world, but they never approach this person. Why? Because there's a myth that says this person is busy, or there's a myth that says this person won't have time for you. But have you tested that myth? And most of the time, the answer is no. So people live in these bubbles, listening to perceptions. And fascinating enough, they listen to advice of people that are not successful. Isn't it also an aspect of fear, a fear of rejection? And, and, and you know, it's, it's difficult to reach out to somebody and then that person says, no, I, I don't have time for you. So sometimes well, in, your, in your head, you're so afraid to ask that you don't take that step. If you're not willing to be rejected, you're not willing, you're not, you, don't have, you don't have what it takes to become successful. 100%. Rejection, rejection, rejection and failure are the ingredients of success. I mean, Colonel Sanders was rejected over 800 times. 
And there are a lot of stories out of people that have been rejected so many times. Yeah. But they persisted because they believed in their dream. And eventually they succeeded. So you can't sit in a corner and, and, and hope that you're this special person. That should not go through the rejection. That should not go through failure. If that's your perception, I've got news for you. You're never going to achieve anything. Billy, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us on Lifetime Live. Just to go through those three critical strategies again. One is relationship building. Two is building. The second one is building a dream team around you. Yes. And the third one is small, continuous and critical actions around your goals. And those needs to be sustainable and continuous because it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much. That's Billy Selekani, who is a motivational speaker, author, entrepreneur, life and business coach, giving us our words of wisdom or our wow, as we like to call it.